What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? This is Kaisa, and welcome to the Kaisa Fit Podcast. Welcome back, team. On today's episode, Les is asking me a bunch of questions that you all had submitted on Instagram. We started this episode off with an Instagram Live, so let's jump right into it. Is it going to, are you going to be able to set it up right? We're live. We're live. <laughs> Just bear oh, with here. us as we figure this out. Okay, so this live we're doing. First of all, shout out to Les. Go follow her, Balance Les and Balance Black Girl. Les has a podcast, which is amazing. Go check it out. She is co-hosting my brand new podcast with me, which I am Come so excited soon. about. Yeah, Woo-hoo! it's so good. Um, it's gonna be really good. So today we're going into some questions that the team has asked. A bunch of you guys submitted last night um, questions. So we're going to go live for a little while so that you guys can get the inside scoop and some answers. Eventually, I'm going to have to turn you all off, but then you can tune back in and listen to the podcast and get all the rest of the answers. Yes. Okay. Sneak preview. We're going to start the podcast. Yeah. We ready? Let's dive in. Okay. All right. So questions from the team. You asked your team to submit anything Ooh. they want to know about you. And anything. So, yeah. I literally did say anything. Yeah, so. anything. So we got, a good, we got a good mix of questions here. Okay. So this first one I think is a really good one is what inspires you to move? Oh, my gosh. This is – that's a really good one, but that is a hard one to start with, Les. <laughs> Damn. Um, I think one of the things for me is I actually I don't I don't know that answer. I have always been a mover. Yeah. Like my mom would literally say I came out of the womb ready to move. Yeah. Um and so I don't there's nothing that really it doesn't it's so innately in me. Like mm-hmm. my life is not right if I'm not moving. Yeah. So there's nothing like on a daily basis like what inspires me to get up and get moving. Um are like, you know, just the fact that I want to get out there and feel better and, yeah. and I want to move. But that's so deep inside of me of who I am as a human being yeah. is moving. It's just a, a part of my life. Yeah. So it makes you feel like yourself. Yes. And I'm not myself move. without it. Yeah. 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 And nobody wants to be around me without it. <laughs> <laughs> but you inspire us all to move, which is why we love Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So you travel a lot. Yes. What has been your favorite place to visit? Um, well, have, so a a meaningful place is Lake Chelan, Mm -hmm. um, here in Washington, just because I grew up every summer going there. Yeah. So that's a really like near and dear place to my heart. Um, I went to Peru recently with Mm -hmm. one of my childhood friends and that was one of the most magical trips. Like I I do travel a lot for work, but it's typically like within the U S and there are cool places in the U S but for me, um, being able to travel abroad and just like broaden my horizons yeah. was insanely amazing. 
It was the most magical three weeks ever. Oh, yeah. incredible. What yeah. was your favorite thing you did while you were there? We did the hike to Machu Picchu. Mm, <laughs> so that was like uh, a three or four day trek. Yeah. And my friend Mickey, who I've known since I was little, yeah. I think partly she was worried I was like, I was saying yes to it and then was not <laughs> going to be able to do this. And Mickey, shout out. Um, but it was like, there was just a moment of, it was just us. Yeah. And then we went with guides yeah. and you are on the hike. Like oh, yeah. it is, you have no, you are not turning back, Kaisa. Mm -hmm. Like you are going. So there was a very dig deep moment. And then after letting all that go, it was the most magical time ever. Like it was us yeah. in nature for four days. Yeah. And that's a big deal for me. Yeah. Yeah. Tuning out and tuning in mm -hmm. to myself. Mm. Yeah. That sounds like such a beautiful yeah, experience. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, these questions are good. So someone asked, clearly you're passionate about what you do. Any advice for those looking to find their passion? Oh my gosh, good question. Um, I think, and we've talked about this a lot, I think one of the biggest things is being able to know yourself. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, you have to get connected to yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think that a big like part of our journey in life is figuring out what tools we can use and what tools we need to help us get connected. And so from a young age, movement was my thing. And yeah. I'm lucky to have found it at such a young age. Yeah. But what it did for me was connect me right to myself. Mm -hmm. And so I got through movement. I got to learn so much about myself. Yeah. I, could, I learned what made me tick, what I liked, what I didn't like. And so I think what I would say to people is really figure out what that thing is. Like, yeah. Maybe, and I say this, like, maybe it's artwork. Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's meditate. Well, I don't yeah. know what people's thing is. Yeah. Um, mine is movement, but find your tool or tools that help you get connected to yourself. Because if you are connected to yourself, then you can better, you can use that as your driver. Like, yeah. that will help you get connected to the things that help, you know, that light you up inside, that yeah. make you passionate about doing certain things. So I think, um, I think the first step towards that is getting to know yourself and getting yeah. connected to yourself. That's such good advice. And I also don't think that your passion always has to be your job. It can oh, be cool no. if it is, but it's also totally cool if, if it's, it's not. not. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting because, so my passion, like getting to it being my job mm -hmm. was a long road. That was never yeah. really, like I always loved to move. I was an athlete. I wanted to be a social worker. Like yeah. that was not, that was not the road. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's, it's kind of weird because being a trainer was then the thing that I was so passionate about, you know, and getting people to move and yeah. like coaching movement. But the way that things are going right now, yeah. my pa like I'm a I'm a business owner. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I'm running a business mm -hmm. right now, far more than I'm in the the gym training people. So yeah. it kind of like you know yeah. weaves and bobs. But I think at the end of the day, it's really about knowing yourself and getting connected to yourself. Yeah, mm. such good advice. Another question, what do you do for recovery? I find soreness to be the hardest part. Mm. What do I do? I do a bunch of things. I mean, I use my Theragun religiously. Um, I foam roll. I do a lot. Like, I drink a lot of water. I try to drink 100, 100 ounces a day. I don't try to drink. I do. Yeah. Um, and fueling right. Yeah getting enough sleep. So I do a lot of the, th I do a lot of the things that I think people would think are like the bare minimum mm -hmm. um, to keep my body healthy. Mm -hmm. And that's soreness is part of it. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I'm sore as heck right now. It's just <laughs> part of, you know, the process. Yeah. But the more you move, the more your body kind of adapts to that. Um, but I also think it's making sure that you're, you're fueling right, 
you're drinking enough water and hydrating right and you know getting your sleep yeah yeah love it yeah those are all good practices though so another person asked if you had to choose another career outside of fitness what would you choose oh well actually i don't even have to hesitate um a shoe designer (laughs) (laughs) uh hands down or just like anything around that realm um obviously it's my second love and yeah i mean i think that that's still kind of i guess it's not off the record because we're on the record right now (laughs) that's still like somewhere a a bucket list dream of mine so yeah yeah. totally yeah which would be so cool yeah but also i always thought i was gonna be a professional athlete Mm -hmm. so this is kind of like there was if i could be anything else it would definitely be a professional athlete Mm -hmm. But the other day somebody said something to me which was really cool yeah. because that was like from the moment I started getting serious about sports, like yeah. that was the only thing I ever wanted to do was like, I'm going to be a professional athlete. Yeah. And the other day somebody was like, well, you're getting paid to like move, right? Technically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, so you're a professional athlete. Love it. I was like, yo! Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. And, and you get to you. do it your own way. Yes. Which is almost even better. Cool. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Ain't nobody in charge of me but me. Let's go. Word. Yeah. Word. So let's see. Another question is, what advice do you have for someone getting into the fitness industry? Mm, get your notepads out. Yeah. The tea is hot. Um, one, this is a very overwhelming industry. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest things that I tried to say, um, to people coming into the industry is just know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Know that there are so many different avenues. Mm-hmm. It is a very hard industry because there are a lot of us. Yeah. It's very saturated right now. Um, and there's not a lot of guidelines. It's, it, it's a scary space. Like some people may look at it as like, oh yeah, I can basically be a trainer and do whatever. When I came into it, it was a scary space for me because I didn't know like what the boundaries were. I didn't like you uh, now I'm supposed to be like not only a trainer, but a nutritionist. And like I just absorbed it all and was like, wow, like I am so terrible at what I'm doing because there were no boundaries of like, no, this is just what you need to do. So when people come into the industry, I say one, find a mentor. Mm -hmm. And like find somebody that you can really that you that you trust that you can learn from and that can really help you through this process. Take every internship possible. I did. I mean, I took them all the way up until like four years ago, five years ago. I literally stopped my entire job and did an internship um, back at University of Washington. And so. For me, what the internships did was help me kind of decide what I liked and what I didn't like. Yeah. I thought I wanted to go in the realm of like full-time training athletes at a college. Yeah. And my internship basically showed me like that wasn't exactly the route. I, yeah. I really love general pop. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think the thing is, is like do everything you possibly can to make sure that you're figuring out what what makes you tick because mm-hmm. it's a very um, – energy consuming industry you're dealing with human beings on a daily basis so you really have to be coming from a space of i'm really passionate about this side of things and last but almost more most important is really be okay with the thing that you're good at like it took me forever to realize that the the best thing i brought to human beings when i was training was my positive energy and like my cheerleading side of me and that's what 
And once I started owning that, and once I started being okay with the fact that I am basically a professional cheerleader, people come to me because I'm, you know, positive and so excited about everything that's going on in their life. I started being okay with the fact that I was not the perfect trainer. I didn't know every single thing about the human body. I didn't know every single thing about how to program correctly. Um, But I like valued the, the things that I thought that I was good at and that I brought to them. So good. So good. Let's recap this. So it's like, know your boundaries, especially working in a saturated space. Yes. Always be learning. Yes. Continuously seek out spaces to learn. Yes. Try different things to find a niche that works for you. Less. This is an excellent recap. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Try different things uh, and really own into your strengths. Yes. Yeah. And I think one of these things that's kind of like all encompassing of that, but I get asked all the time Mm if, um, if people can kind of like intern under me or, or work with me, yeah. which is like crazy moment yeah. for me. But what it made me realize was I am very passionate about like the train, the trainer side of the industry yeah. um, because it was something that I was constantly seeking out and felt like I was never really, I couldn't find the right thing for me. Yeah. So one of the the big exciting things for 2020 is we're doing train the trainer, like Kaisa you know, brand is expanding in that direction, which I'm so excited about. Amazing. Yeah. So people can learn how to be a trainer. Yeah. And you. yeah. And it's not exactly like from me because I don't, I still don't feel like I'm like the most intelligent person when it comes to training. So I partnered with my um, physical therapist, Brent George. So <laughs> shout out to G4, yeah. um, who's insanely intelligent. So he, him and I are collaborating on the courses that we're going to be bringing. And I'm just, Honestly, it's one of the things that's fueling me the most right now. I just couldn't be more excited about that side of things. Amazing. So 2020, people 2020, can look out for that. Yeah. That's maybe gonna be incredible. March. Okay. Yeah. Keep an eye out yeah. for March 2020. Yeah. Let's do like one more question for the live okay. and then we'll we'll have you all tune into the podcast to hear the go. rest. There we all go. All right. So let's see. Um No pressure, but a better be. I know. One. I'm like it needs to be a good one. Actually, this is a good one. So what age did you start working out? <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to tell my first story then. This <laughs> is hilarious. Yeah. There's two parts of this story which are so <laughs> funny because it makes, it kind of like puts my whole life into perspective and makes yeah. everybody, I feel like it explains my entire life in a nutshell. <laughs> so um, when I was young, I was so young. I don't know how old you are when you start crawling, but I, it was before like I could crawl. Old. Okay. Yeah. I feel like my mom, I was probably a little bit more than a few months old, but (laughs) my mom entered me into a race at Nordstrom and I was so young that I actually didn't know how to crawl. I was like scooting. So there was like a carpet with tracks and at the end was a Nike shoe. So from there on, so when I was young, obviously she entered it to me, I did the race, won the Nike shoe. And I think at that moment on, my mom was like, oh, set her up, (laughs) set her up for this one. So I've been obsessed with Nikes ever since. And I've been moving ever since. Um, But for me, like sports at a young age, I did everything. There was not until basically until high school did I get like really focused on sports. So from a young age, I did anything and everything. Um, like ballet, swimming. I just, I love to move. Mm. I also, like, I just didn't really like, I just, I guess, didn't want to commit to anything at that time. So I've been, I've always been a mover. I think it's always been my outlet. Um, Yeah, so I don't think there was really any starting point. I guess the starting point was when I was a few months old and I was crawling (laughs) and I won my first race. Yeah, Yeah. and then been moving ever since. Yeah, shout out to mom to entering me into that. And starting your shoe habit. And starting my shoe habit. There we go. That's all all the blame. It all makes sense. Yes. (laughs) So 
This question is a little bit more personal. Uh, what was your aha moment when you gained your self-confidence and self-worth? Damn. I know. Team is coming with some really Team, good questions. Heat. Yeah. I, um, okay. I don't know that I've had that aha moment. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I had some aha moments in gaining my self-confidence with work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't quite know personally if, I, if I've had that aha moment. I have a lot of times where I don't quite feel like I, you know, deserve or can live up to like what's happening on the outside of me. So um, we're still working on that one. But one of the aha moments for me um, in work was, so I never really felt worthy of being a trainer. I always had this feeling of, I don't know enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not intelligent enough. I love this thing so much and I love human beings so much and I love what movement you know, means to other people and what it means to me. And so I had this, like, I I know that this is where I'm supposed to be and what I want to do. But there was, you know, the head side and the logical side of being a trainer. And I just constantly for years was like, I'm not intelligent enough. I don't know enough about the body. I don't know how to program right. Um, And so I did every, like, I was that girl that went to every course. I bought everything I possibly could. I YouTubed everything I possibly could. I was just Mm -hmm. trying to learn. Um, eventually I went back to school and got my master's and I was like, okay, this is going to be the thing that's going to make me feel like I know what I'm doing. And it didn't. And I still, I was like, I don't know if I should be a trainer. Mm -hmm. And so I had this self-reflecting moment of maybe I'm valuing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm valuing the intelligent side, like being able to know every single thing about the body and being able to program perfectly and putting no value on the fact that, I really care about people. Yep. I really care about them and how they're doing. And I really believe in the power of movement. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like I can make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. Um, and so I just started valuing that. And yeah. it was almost sometimes I feel like I have to fake it till I make it. it's not really the right word. Yeah. But I'm logically, I made a decision. Like, I'm just going to value this, Kaisa. Yeah. You're going to start putting way more um, – way less value on the logical side of training and way more value on the side of like what you actually do, you know, for human beings in their lives. And it just hit a switch in me. And I think from that moment on, and I know, again, this kind of sounds woo woo, but I really think when you get to that place, you, there's some diff, there's a, there's a change inside of you and you stand in a different type of light. Mm -hmm. And my whole life changed at that moment, you know, social meet, all these other things started happening, but it was really, it was for me years of work, of being like, I am not going to leave this industry. Yeah. I'm not leaving this industry. Like, this is what I need to do. And But every single day wanting to leave it. Mm-hmm. Every single day feeling like I'm not worthy of this. Yeah. I don't even know how I'm here. Yeah. I shouldn't be here. But something, I never let go of the thing deep down inside of me that was like, no, bitch, you're here yeah. for a motherfucking reason yep. <laughs> and you ain't going nowhere. Yep. So figure it out. Yeah. Every door that opens, walk through it. Everywhere you can possibly push the boundary, do it. Yeah. Everybody that you can learn from, Every internship you can do, do it until you figure out your road. Yeah. So I knew, I think I knew myself well enough to listen to that thing deep down inside of me. But for years and years and years, I felt like this was just not my space on the external side of me felt like that. But I refused to listen to that and I refused to walk away from it. So Uh, I don't know if I answered that question. You did. Digging deep. Yeah. 
and um, knowing yourself. Yeah. Stepping into your power. And stepping is into what your it power. Like. Yeah. 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 Your power is in caring and connecting with people. Yeah. And when you focused on that, yeah. it sounds like that's when a lot of things shifted. Yeah. I've never, yeah. Stepping into your power. That's a good one, Les. <laughs> but I think that, I think yeah. valuing that, yes. I think we're told to value things that yeah. sometimes are that aren't really like what we bring like oh, yeah. I, I in the industry it's yeah. told the, the smartest person is the best trainer quote unquote best trainer and so that's what i was valuing i was yeah. valuing like level okay well let me be the most intelligent especially as a female in this yeah. industry i felt yeah. even more like okay i have to be the smartest human being yeah. in this industry yeah. that's not my gift yeah i'm not an intelligent no knock to me i'm not an intelligent book you know, like person like that. What I am is a cheerleader. What I am is like, I can read human beings. I can dig deep inside of you like that. That's, and I didn't never value that Mm -hmm. until I had that moment. Yeah. And that's so important. I think especially in a space like fitness and with you, like working with people who are more gen pop and inspiring those everyday people to move, those everyday people don't want to be preached to about technicalities and mm-hmm. everything about the body. They mm-hmm. want a cheerleader who can make them believe mm-hmm. that they can do it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much value in that. Mm. Well, thank you. But I think that also brings to the point of just being inside this industry. Mm-hmm. There's so many people, you know, that are like, there's so many trainers and there's yeah. so many d- different types of them. And there's yeah. room for all of us. Totally. And I think that's something yep. that I finally realized. Like there's room for all exactly. of us. Whatever lights your soul on fire as a yeah. trainer, you're then going to be in the best light for the people that you're working with. Exactly. And so just figure out what that thing is and be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I think something else that kind of relates to that story and the idea of self-confidence and self-worth is almost this idea of like we don't believe that our strengths are good enough Mm. when like when we start believing that our strengths are good enough like that's where confidence comes Mm -hmm. from amen yeah and I think the thing is so much of your life changes when you value those things so much of your life changes when you value um, what's like what's truly important to you when you value like what makes you the happiest Mm -hmm. what puts you in the best space and the best light so many people ask me like, well, how did you find success? And success literally only came when I started to value the things that I thought that I could bring to this world. Yeah. And when I started to be, you know, proud of them mm-hmm. and to stand in them. Yeah. And that's, and the, the oddest thing is your definition of success changes at that moment, right? Definition for me before was like, you know, can you, maybe it would be like money or like whatever, you know, kind of the superficial definitions of success for, but I had been, we don't need a deep dive into it, but I had been so like depressed for a while that by the time that I got to the point that I had had this kind of like aha moment in turn of directions, success to me was being happy. Mm -hmm. Success to me was waking up every morning and being like, damn, like today's a good day. Like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And so for me, there were so many switches in what, in just like what I valued in life. And, and that kind of changed everything for me. Yeah. Ugh. I have chills. That's yeah. like so beautiful. Thanks for asking that question. Was that Carrie? I, I don't think we, I'm pretty sure I know who asked that question. Okay. So yeah. shout out and it thank was, you. It was a really good question. Yeah. It was a really good question. Team, thank you so much for being a part of the Kaisa Fit podcast. And a major thank you to my girl, Les from Balanced Black Girl podcast for making this dream a reality. You can go check us out at kaisafit.com and if you have a moment, leave a review on Apple Podcast. This is new and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks again for joining us.